Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Love don't get you through life no more. You know how 
I can't believe he said that. Well, you can call me a social worker, case manager. You know what I mean? But we going, we going, we going. I'm gonna check a few things. You know what I mean? My my big brother, Mr. On Point, had a show on Monday. It was reality check, like 101. You know what I mean? So we gonna do an abuse reality check 102. Right now, abuse is real. This is part two. I've done a show like this before, but it's it it, it, it seems as if it's not sinking in. You know what I mean? There are levels of abuse. Now we all may or may not have known someone who has been abused, or even an abuser. You know what I mean? What what are the circles of abuse? What would make someone Abuse the one they love. See, that's, that's, I mean, like that right there. How, like, a, like as a man, as a woman, how could you abuse your significant other or a loved one and then turn around minutes later and tell them you love them? That's confusing to me anyway. You know what I mean? Now, what would make someone abuse? I mean, what are the signs to identify an abuser and the abuse? Now, how can we help them? How can they help themselves? Now, before we get into the domestic issue, I want to talk about I want to talk about an abuse that's plaguing the black community. This was a surprise. Little, 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 you know, little rabbit I had in the hat that I was going to pull out. What about the abuse from the from the ignorant ones that are willing to die for their homies? They won't live for their kids or their family. That's abuse too. You know what I'm saying? You sitting up here, you ready to die for the block. You ready to put in work for the block. You ready to do whatever it takes for your homies. Don't you put that same effort into your children. Don't you put that same effort in 
helping your mom pay some bills in the crib or, or, or getting a job so she don't have to worry, so she ain't up all night saying her prayers for you and her. You know what I mean? When are we going to stop that sort of abuse? But we're going to get into, I'm going to start off with the cycle of abuse. Now, I've done my homework on it, you know what I mean? This was something that was, the cycle of abuse is a social cycle theory developed in 1979 by Lenore E. Walker to explain patterns of behavior and abusive relationships. Lenore E. Walker interviewed 1,500 women who had been subject to domestic violence and found that there was a similar pattern of abuse called the cycle of abuse. Initially, Walker proposed that the cycle of abuse described the controlling behavior of men who felt entitled to abuse their wives to maintain control over them. Now, I'm going to pause right there because there are levels to this to the cycle, right? And even though that individual only interviewed women, there are men far more than what we want to admit that have been abused. You know what I mean? By their by their significant others. So we're not gonna just keep it as now don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to, you know, put a damper on the number of women that be that have been abused. That's ridiculous. We all know that. You know, we see it. But I just want to shed some light on the fact that men are abused as well. You know what I mean? What about what about the men, you know, like I said, it's levels to this. It doesn't always have to be physical. You know, mental abuse, verbal abuse. You know, psychological abuse can be more so damaging than physical. You know, I'm not making light of it, but a broken bone can heal. Certain psychological damages that are done from mental abuse, you don't recover from that. It's hard to recover. It's harder to recover from that. You know, what about the person that's abused and they go into a new relationship. Now, is it possible that because they were abused, they become the abuser? You know, because if certain patterns arise, that person says, well, I'm not going to let this happen again. So they become super defensive to the point where they are the abuser. See, these are a lot of things that we don't, you know, a lot of people don't talk about. You know, it, it's it, it, it's a sad, sad thing. And one of, you know, you got these, it's plaguing our communities. It's not talked about as much, right? But you get these so-called star athletes that do it. And they get away with it. Celebrities do it. They get away with it. 
My thing is, to me, they are, I don't classify them directly as celebrities or star athletes. They're individuals. You know, first of all, we need to get control of our children so that they're not role, those are not role models. We should be role models to our children. We should show our children the right way. And when you talk about the cycle, if a daughter is raised, in my opinion, my opinion, let me make sure I, I say that correctly because I don't want to say that anybody that has been abused was around that. But if a daughter watches her mom get abused or a son, a, a child watches their mother get abused and then see daddy say, oh, I love you and everything is hunky-dory, could that not be classified as psychological abuse on that child? Because now that girl, that young lady can grow up thinking that's how a man says he loves you. That young, that young man could grow up thinking, well, my dad loved my mom and he hits her, so maybe I should hit my woman. I love her. See, these are the, some of the things that, you know, the stereotypes and the, <clears throat> the stereotypes and some of the, the background of abuse that we need to break, hold, we need to break away from, right? Understand this. In some cases, some abusers don't have respect for their own mother. Through, through some type of tragedy, maybe mom wasn't there, they resent their mom, or maybe they seen their mom get hit and, and they didn't like it, but they feel it's okay to hit their woman. That doesn't make sense. See, I used to tell... I used to tell young boys this. I used to catch young boys calling women out of their names and different things like that. And I just ask them, what if somebody said that to your mom or your sister or your daughter? Their reaction was totally different. And then I would bring them to the light and say, well, isn't that somebody's daughter? One day she could be somebody's wife, mom, you might have a brother. So put yourself on the opposite side of that. When you're speaking negative or abusing anyone, think about how you would react if somebody was abusing your sister, your daughter, your mother. You don't like it. So what, what makes it right for you to do it? Now, I understand that you know, things go on in life, and you get frustrated. And some things can set you off, but is really beating on the one that you love, the end-all, be-all, to whatever, you, it doesn't change the fact of what you went through that day or that at that time. You know, I'm I'm a little tired of the medical field, you know, the psychology world trying to give 
justification to so many reasons why this happens. I'm sorry. Any man that beats on a woman is a punk, and I'm putting it lightly. You know, any woman that I, I don't think it's fair that a woman can browbeat her man, physically put her hands on her man, and as soon as he defends himself or restrains her, he could be arrested. Now, to some, that's being cruel and unsightly, but I've witnessed that firsthand. You know, so that's a part of the law and a part of the system that is slighted and slanted towards women. Now, you also have to look at it in this aspect of the reason why there's not a lot of talk about men being abused. Who's going to listen? And it's a sad thing, but who's going to listen? If a man calls the cops and say, my wife is beating on me. What you think is going to happen? You might get laughed at. It's going to get ridiculed. Not just by them, by his peers. What about the woman that tells her girlfriends that she's being abused? And they give her all kind of, oh, girl, I wouldn't put up with that. And, oh, you should do this, you should do that, you should do this, you should do that. How about... If we stop offering so much advice and we listen to respond instead of listening to comfort, let's try that. If someone is telling you that they're being abused or they feel as though they're being abused, don't listen to react. Let's listen to comfort that individual. Maybe we can help them get out of that situation or give them a sense of direction of what they're going through. We sit up here and we so quickly be, oh, well, don't do this, and oh, I wouldn't put up with that. It's hard to say because in a lot of cases, you know, as far as as far as I've heard and I've read, some women are taken away from their families, moved a little further out, moved to a different neighbor, you know, different part of the city or state or out of state, and they're being controlled to the point where they can't go back because of embarrassment, you know, and even in this aspect of men. We don't say anything because of embarrassment. Let me explain something to you. I'd rather you be around. Than to not be here. Because levels of abuse, it starts off with the arguments and the idle threats on both sides. Oh, keep it up, and I'm going to do this. And keep it up, I'm going to do that. Well, Philly Joy had a show last night, and we also said that you have to be careful of what you speak into existence. 
if you keep saying, you keep it up, I'm going to do this, and you keep it up, I'm going to do that, eventually, if it persists, you have to do what you said. And that's on both sides. I'm not saying that is right. But that's eventually what happens. You know, but for the people out there that's listening to Radio Land, I want you to join in on this conversation. You might be listening via Internet. I would like for you to join in on this conversation. You know, I don't want anybody, unless you feel as though you want to, you don't have to put any of your business out there or share any stories. But I just want you to take a dial at number, 724-444-7444. Use the caller ID number, which is 143-346-POUND. Right? You're going to hit one pound just to listen, but you're going to hit star eight. If you would like to join in on the conversation, maybe you have a solution to it, or you know of someone that was abused, and you are you tried to help them, or you know maybe they didn't take your advice, or you wish you would have helped someone that was being abused. All right. And while we wait for a few people to get in tune with what we're doing, I'm gonna play a track. It's by the late great. Aaliyah. She even spoke about it, but a lot of people don't even know she even had a song like that. But let's get into that track. Oh, 
something that's been going on for a long, long time. You know, like guys, we run around here and we wear H with they originally called A shirts. But isn't it ironic they changed it to wife beater? Psychological. Mental warfare. You know? And I'm not just going to blame, I'm not going to always blame the brothers, but there's some brothers out here that, you know, need a reality check, putting their hands on women. You know, it's a heartfelt subject for me because my sister was abused. And, you know, I did the, the brother eviction. I went by threw all the stuff out, throw the bill, come get his stuff, and she let him back in. And the one thing I could never wrap my head around was, why would you let him back in after he put his hands on you? Uh, you know, and the old age-old attitude is, he said he loved me, he's not going to do it again. I guess in some cases, sometimes that does work, but by the numbers and more precedent, means it don't stop. It usually intensifies. We all watched, you know, the movie. I can see the Turner. You know what I mean? We've all seen, you know, we, we know about allegedly what OJ did allegedly what Ike Turner did. And the only reason why I say allegedly is because I wasn't there. You have one person's side of each story. You have Ike Turner, O.J. Simpson, Rabbi Newlander, uh, Beretta, you know, uh, Scott Peterson. Now, this guy, Scott Peterson, He'd been married five, six times, and every time he turned around, one of his wife's come up, his wife come up missing. 
You know, it's a lot of different aspects and signs that we are trying to alert people to. You know, now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying because you get into an argument and you call each other out of names, that's automatically going to be an abusive relationship. No, I'm not saying that. But watch those telltale signs. Watch the aggressiveness of your partner. You know? Because in a lot of cases, I'm sorry to say this, for some women, antagonizement to the point where that's their reaction. I'm not saying that that's right, but you can mentally abuse a man, antagonize a man to the point where for every action there's a reaction. That's not the right reaction, in my opinion. It's easier to walk away, and that's coming from me because I've never really been in that situation. Having sisters and having daughters, I do everything in my power to walk away. And I don't see a woman strong enough that can stop me from leaving out that door. When things get too, and it's too hot in the kitchen, I got to go. I'm not saying that I could potentially do it, but I don't even want it to cross my mind. You know, but some women have, they antagonize a man, they throw things at him, they hit him, but as soon as he defends himself, he's wrong. And I have a problem with that, you know, in the letter of the law. Right. If a woman is swinging an object at you, such as a knife, and you have no way to get away from her, now, are you supposed to stand there and get stabbed, or are you to defend yourself, or vice versa? Because, as my brother Mr. On Point always says, it's a lot of dudes out here that got a lot more, sorry for the phrase, a lot more bitch in them than women do. So I wouldn't be surprised if we had, a, a, you know what I mean, a dude swinging a knife at a chick. You know, because today's, today's man does some things that we wouldn't even think of. The way they argue and fight with a woman and try and drag them through the mud, that's, that's ridiculous. You know what I mean? But if we have any callers out there that would like to comment on the subject, please, by all means, press star eight if you're in the building. I'd like to get your input, right? If not, I'm going to go to my brother, Mr. On Point, and see what he thinks about the cycle of abuse and the levels of abuse on this topic tonight. Looks like we have a caller. Let's get that caller freed up and see what they have to say tonight. Welcome to On Point Radio. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking with tonight? It's your sister girl, DJ Philly Joy. What's happening? Hey, hey, hey. I, I, oh, so you, you was you on when I gave you a shout-out about your I show was, last night and I, was like, mm-hmm. and said, you I know, was. be careful what you speak into existence. Yes, I heard you. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, this Philly is Philly Joy, what do you yeah. think about this topic? Well, it's a very deep topic. It's very dear to my heart. 
because I've I've been there and done that trying to figure out what was what was I thinking when I went through it. But I can tell you, it's a condition that uh, is very very bad and it's taught to young girls from a very early age. So if I start with saying um, I saw my mom and my mom and dad fight, so at a young age I thought that was what that men and women did. It's just part of the cycle, part of what they did. My brothers fought with their wives. So I'm like, okay, well, that's what people, they're older, old, all older than me. Let me set the record straight. Um, they're like 10 years older than me, 8 to 10 years older than me. And my dad and my mom, like I said, grew up in an alcoholic home. That has something to do with it as well. Don't bring the drinking in the household because that's really bad. But also there's a lot of tension where, um, men are men are um, some some men are out there cheating, and I know from my own particular situation, um, a lot of times the men get more onto you to put they put you down more because they're out there doing that dirt to make you feel like you can't do anything right. You know, it's one one of the things I experience. But it starts with sometimes too, believe it or not, with low self esteem for our females. I've been there as well, and with the abuse aspect where being molested, stuff like that and not really knowing um, the value of loving yourself, even as a young, as a young person. So I told you all before, I drank when I was 11 years old. So there are things that are t- attached to alcohol and other things, and that usually is a, believe it or not, it's a lustful spirit. It's all the sexual immorality you could think of when alcohol gets in play. You don't, sometimes you don't care, you know, about anything, especially yourself, you know. So all that was out there. But when you make decisions, your decisions are clouded. You don't make decisions appropriately. So if your brother even comes to the house and tells you your man not touching no more, it's like you don't want your brother to get hurt. So he's like, oh, I got It's all right. It's all right. We're going to be all right. Well, no, you're not going to be all right. Because once he started that with stuff, before y'all with boyfriend and girlfriend, we even got married, to cut it off then. Because he had issues in his household. And my first husband was abused by an older woman. So this is a whole lot of stuff going on I could talk about with that. I don't like it. I know it happens. And guess what? It's still happening today. You know, and I've heard about them having places where they take these young girls to and they hide them in the desert or, or whatever, and they abuse me. I forgot what it's called, but the trafficking that goes on. And, you know, this whole world made up a lot of stuff that's just perverted, and it really, like, it makes you sick. And they put the stuff on TV and keep on making it go over and over again for generations and generations, and it never gets resolved. People don't. They don't find them true selves and don't have to love themselves and don't have to love each other. But black one, black crime is still, you know, at an all-time high and it's still being, um, with, like I said before, we're are our worst enemies as far as our propaganda of our own people, and we use, we use each other in a bad way, negatively. So I'll just leave it at that, and you know, I I just think it needs to get, we need to start teaching our young people. I respect themselves, but also, you know, get the psychology, get the government out your household, raise your children appropriately so they can see a loving home where a man and woman really love each other, know how to respect and talk to each other without all the yelling and cussing and fussing and all that kind of stuff. Because the children see that and they think, oh, this, this, is how people, this is how people act. This is how they do. So that's what I learned, you know. So I only live what I learned, and that's what's so bad. My mom shot my stepfather twice, or my brother in the leg. So I live with a lot of violence <laughs> and uh, beating all that kind of stuff. It was crazy. But I came through. And I, I'm glad to be here today. You know, I'm glad that I, you know, I found a good relationship in my husband. But, you know, 
can't bring him on. He don't want to talk about his relationship. But we got a lot of things to work on still, but nothing that abuse stuff, thank God. And that that is a big step for me because I can say things sometimes that I know will hurt a man, but I always say you got to think once, think twice, and even thrice before you talk out your mouth. And, you know, respect men and vice versa. You should respect the women as well. So it's a long story. I could go and go on and on. But, I, you know, people want probably want to talk besides myself. But it's a great topic. It needs to be talked about. And hopefully we can get to some point where we realize it's not it's not covered like it used to be. It's being uncovered, okay? And that helps. It's being uncovered more. People are talking about it more. Does it hurt? Does it cause shame and embarrassment? Yes, it does. And some people still don't talk about it. But a lot more are talking about it. Some have talked about it falsely, but they have accused people falsely. And, you know, that was sad to me. Well, that they could put my in jail for 15, 10, 15 years behind a fake claim of, rape or whatever, you know, abuse. That really hurts. You know, if you want to talk, tell the truth. Be truthful about what happened and don't try to cover up your junk too as well. Okay? So did I hit back? Yes, I hit back too. Did I start some things with my mouth? Men hate when we're talking about the, t- telling them, you know, you ain't nothing, you're never going to be nothing, I can't stand Just saying things nasty to them, you know. And then our mouth is our, our worst weapon. And then it really is. So I can talk about that all day. But that's yeah. still respect for each other, bottom line. So. And that, and that's what it boils down to. Yeah. That you you must have that love and respect, you know. And knowing you, right? Without you enlightening, you know, anybody that knows you, unless you told them about your past and your 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 history. Mhm. The, the positive image that you reflect, I mean, you, you put out, no one would ever know that. Because everything, every, I mean, since I've known you, since I've talked to you, I've met you and done everything, you're always this upbeat, positive person. You always find something to smile about, and you, it's infectious with you. Because you want other people to enjoy themselves. You you, you promote people smiling. Well, enjoy life. You know? Because, you know, like I could have not been here today. I, I know how grateful I am to still be here. Because in the situation, I got pulled a gun on my first relationship with my, my daughter's father. He shot down the street at me. I mean, I was like, whoa. That was my early, early 20s. So I've been, through, I've been through a lot. And you're right. I, I have a lot of story, but it's not a story of where... I'm going to be like, well, don't be like, well, with me. I came through it victoriously. Some people didn't make it through. They got killed, you know. They wound up in, a, in jail or a second time when they fought back. The judge was saying, oh, you did it, you know, because they fought back at a situation. So I'm glad to have made it out more yeah. than once, more than twice, <laughs> more than three times. So, therefore, I'm glad I, bought it. I made it out. I don't know why I choose the wrong person, though. <laughs> so, hey, it happened, you know. And speaking of... When you said, you know, like you made it out. Yeah. Right. My, I made it out. My, my aunt, she wasn't so lucky. Wow. I'm sorry to hear that. Right. She was in an oh. abusive relationship, and you know, the family, the family was there for her. Wow. In support of her, like, listen, come stay with us. Leave him. Don't worry about it. Don't even pack your clothes. Right. We'll, we will, we will, you'll have a roof over your head. 
He won't. He won't ever. He won't be allowed to come here. So forth and so on. He chose that man, and he beat her to death. Wow. No, he didn't beat her to death, but he beat her so bad one time that she waited for about a week or so. And he came in from work, and she was, it was a hot, hot summer day like this, and he came in from work, and she was cooking oatmeal in a soup pot, and she said, she told him to sit down, and he put his back to her. And the whole time she was cooking the oatmeal, she poured bleach in the oatmeal. And she turned around and she she poured the, the bleach in the oatmeal over the top of his head. Oh, my goodness. And oh. it, it burned him real bad. And after he, he went to the doctor... And she got arrested, and she was charged, right? And they convicted her. Mm-hmm. About a year, about a year later, he died. And when he died from, we didn't even know it. The whole time, even though he was, she, he was beating on her. She, she had a mortar and pencil. And she would break glass up, and she would crush it up real fine, and she was putting it in his food, and he was eating it. Well, when he died, they charged her with murder because he was bleeding internally. Oh, my. And, you know, she had, you know, the defense was where she was abused, and they didn't want to hear it. No, because it's hearsay. Because no right. proof never came with pictures and stuff like that. She never went to the police. Uh-huh. Never took pictures. No, here. she never went to the police, but she had emergency room visits. Yeah. And mm. I I read it as a as a young man, and I cried. Wow. A broken eye socket. Mm. A broken jaw, broken nose, broken fingers, broken arm, broken ribs, broken leg. You know, like, but when things were good, he would always, you, you would think he, like, he, when he wasn't abusive, he loved her. Like, you know, you wouldn't you would not think that went on in their household. Mm. You wouldn't you wouldn't believe it. Right. Same until you here. saw <laughs> until you saw, you know, the pictures and things mm-hmm. of that nature and it's it's ridiculous. Like I could never fathom doing that to a woman. Mm. 
because, it, like I said earlier, I put myself in the aspect of I have sisters, I have daughters, I got my mom. If somebody if somebody did that to one of them, my reaction would, um, um, you know, you understand. I don't want to say that on air, but you, you you understand what I mean, what my reaction would be, right? So how dare I do that if I don't want to done the mind? Well, keep in mind, I'll tell you, I didn't tell you my no. husband, I have, I have five brothers. So how did I allow that to happen to me? I tell you, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a mind-blowing thing where you think about, you know, how, like I said, I could be embarrassing. I'm not ashamed of it now. It all happened. I can't take it back. But, but as I was going through it, it's like, this is normal. Like, I'm trying to tell you. Some people think this is normal behavior. Like, I grew up with that. So it's like, this is normal. Okay, I got to fight my way out of this. This is ridiculous. But it's normal. Like, that's how people tell you they love you. Really? That's stupid. But you know what? It happened. I can't take it back. And, right. and I said that, you know, when yeah. when yeah. in a household, when parents go through that and a daughter, a, they have children, you know, if they have a daughter, she thinks, okay, well, daddy loves mommy, so if my man loves me, he'll hit me, right? And the son can grow up saying, well, you know, my dad loves my mom and he does that. Right, so I'm gonna hit my woman to show her that I love her as well. You know that that's something that we have to. That's a cycle that we have to break. And <clears throat> excuse me, at the beginning of the show, I did say this. Now, as far as for for my brothers out here, the abuse that we put on our families because we're so quick to say, you know, they ready, they ready to die for their homies, right? They're going to live for their children. That's abuse. Look at the abuse and the, and the pain that you're inflicting on your family, on your child's family. Something that, some of the cycles that we have to break, we got to wake up. You know, we, I, I encourage everybody. When Back to basics, you hear that being announced. Come to that. Come out. Support On Point Radio. You know, that's that's DJ Philly Joy, Mr. On Point, and a lot of the On Point staff, when, when permissible, we will be in the building. I'm going to make it my just due to make sure that I make an appearance to help out. We have to reach our communities and get back to the basics. And getting back to the basics is loving one each other, one another again. Too much hatred going on. Too much violence out here. Where's the love? You know, DJ Philly Joy, I know not not saying it that way. You of age, you can remember. You remember when block parties used to last till twelve o'clock at night? Oh yeah, oh yeah. When people like even at twelve o'clock, like and nobody came through the block, people would still be in the middle of the street, and and each kid on that block could go to any house on that block and eat food because Some we of that were was neighbors. Good. Some of that, was, some of that was, was bad, too, because yeah. it was not enough watching over your children like you're supposed to. I got a lot of stuff I shouldn't have been into then. 
I'm just well, being honest. Remember, we was neighbors. We had we had neighbors then. I'm talking about you know what I'm mean? talking about neighbors. I'm talking about oh. neighbors too. <laughs> I'm talking you know about I mean? neighbors. I'm talking about people, religious people, church folks. I'm talking about people that claim they have a p- appearance of godliness, and they deny the very power of and they just are devils in sheep clothing. I'm just being oh, honest. Yeah, yeah um, well, you know, and everybody's in everybody's good book. The word is strong, the flesh is weak. You know what I mean? So we got to be careful. But just remember, people out there, you know, don't 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 put your hands don't put your hands on one another. Right? Be mindful of what you say to one another. But Philly Joy, I want you to stay on the line because I have another caller, and we're gonna free that caller up. All right. What, Thank you for letting me talk. Have to say. Oh, yeah. I'm going to come I'm back to you. Don't worry. Okay. All right. All Can right. we free up the next caller? Welcome to On Point Radio. This is your host, Mr. I Can't Believe He Said That. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking with tonight? Mr. Matt. Matt. All right. What's, what's going on? Man, you know, I... You know, I uh, I need you to speak up just a little bit. We have a little trouble hearing you. That you always have, uh, you always come with solutions to make us to have a better community and try, as your words would say, overstand. Because you can't simply understand. We have to overstand to um, see what we need to do. And uh, you, you are a positive brother, man. I, you know, I had. Uh, no, so love, man. I appreciate that, but I'm going to be honest with you. I can't take credit for the phrase overstands. Oh, you said that's Mr. That's Mr. On Point's word. I just use it. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Oh, yeah. But, you know, like tonight we're talking about, you know, the, surface, the, the cycle of abuse, right? How does it start? You know, when did it start? What can we do to combat it? You know, you know, we might not, we might not know, or maybe we do know uh, a person that's been abused. Maybe we know an abuser, right? But my thing is, I want to break that cycle. You know, I know it's going to be hard, but if it ain't if it ain't hard. Ain't nobody going to fight for it. You know what I mean? And I want to be an advocate for that. I don't, we, we shouldn't be arguing and fighting and putting our hands on each other, you know, especially when you say you love somebody. How can you, how can you beat a person that you love and then turn around and say, I love you? Well, you got a funny way of showing it. I'm going to say it. Um, before I, I think before you get into the relationship, a lot of times people come with a bunch of uh, issues. And sometimes people don't know how to handle the issues. And all it takes is one button to push. 
uh, communication is uh, vital to every conversation. Please take the time to listen to what we have to say. It starts with the piece of words. Before, even, before the hands even go there, I mean, can we say, hey, uh, you know, if we love one another, we can say those words that will comfort both of us. Now, I say words to a woman that would, um, you know, be respectful and appealing as well. Sometimes the diversity is calling each other out the name of you. And then that, that carries on to another of you. When people start, and it's a thing of being comfortable. But sometimes people don't feel like they have to fight for somebody's love anymore. They already have it. Right, but now, when a female is like that, is that, do you think that's a learned behavior? Right? Could it be, could it be like like me and Philly Joy discussed? Could that be something that she may have saw her dad do or, you know, possibly stepdad or mom's boyfriend? If mom allowed a man to beat on her and then he said that I, I love you and this and that and the mom accepted that, could that be a learned behavior from a woman? Yeah. You know, like because she saw that growing up. Could that be something that she says, oh, okay, well, this is how they express love. And if it's a son, if he witnessed that, could, is, is, would it be safe to say that that's a learned behavior? Yes, it is a learned behavior. And that's why, we have to be, that's why uh, people have to be very careful what you see from the children. Very careful. Because kids are, are, are like tape recorders. Record everything. And then what happens is whatever uh, either positive or negative that develops in them. First education is the home training. The home training is before you go to school. So by uh, parents' actions, there has to be an example that time. Otherwise, it'll be confusing in the household. Right. Now, do you think, as like as Philly Joy said, though, right, she gave an admission from her own experience that, you know, alcohol played a part in, in that. Now, is that, do, do you think it's mainly because of could it be, you know, alcohol, possibly drugs that fuel it, or is it just something? Is it like, like she said, low self-esteem, right? She also says some men get violent because they're stepping outside of the relationship, so they want to put the blame on. Well, like say, for instance one person stepping outside of the relationship, so they want to push blame on the other partner. I agree with that. Uh, but I, I want to add something to that. I think substance, substance, whether it be alcohol or drugs, anything, um, 
practice drugs like, like uh, marijuana and stuff is, is, uh, doesn't really make me uh, go crazy. More like uh, relaxed type stuff. But, you know, like some like cocaine or something like that, uh, some drugs where people, especially like alcohol, but what it does, it raises the, uh, the conscience. You know, if you have a conscience and you drink alcohol, things that you normally would never do, you will feel like, okay, I'm going to say what I've been on this day. I'm going to do what I've been on this day because the conscience is not there. So what it's done is, you know, when people drink alcohol, whatever was in them, it's just showing, it's just really being exposed. Okay. Let's see. All right. Now, Mr. Automatic Charismatic, I want you to hold on the line for a second, okay? I got to get Mr. On Point in with the following, right? And he's going to give his perspective on this topic. And then I'm going to come back to Philly Joy and you, and we're going to work on some solutions to trying to help the people that's being abused. We're going to try to help the abuser think differently than what they do think. All right? So while he's giving his opinion on that, I want you all to think on that and see what we can come up with. Mr. On Point, you're in the building? Please call on blessings. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. What's going on, bro? What's going on, man? How are you tonight? Um, I'm blessed, man. I just got done binge watching Luke Cage with my daughters. Over oh, that's, a, you know, over that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. Over some now, now, up some Dairy Queen. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. I was getting ready to You know what I was getting ready to ask. <laughs> right? I, I was getting ready. I was, well, you said... He was binge watching with the princess. Both of them? Both of them, yeah, yeah. yeah I was going to say, did y'all have y'all classic, you know, y'all, y'all crab legs and, and, and corn and, 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 you know? Listen, it was, it was, it was good. As always, the union was good. I mean. Okay, because you know, I know that's how y'all get down. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I've been listening, man, and it's funny because I read a, a, a post today on, I think it was Instagram, and it says something to the like of, love is when you shoot your partner and they go to the hospital and don't tell who did it. What? Now, the ironic part of that is it was a female that posted it. <laughs> mm. So when I look at that and I and I read it, I'm sure to them it was a joke. But that's what some people do constitute as love. You know, when women get beat, they never you know, they make up all kinds of excuses. I fell. I walked into the wall. I mean asinine shit that, you know, people know better. But anything but to tell on that or that mate or that partner. So 
I mean, me personally, man, I grew up with the same phrase you, you mentioned earlier. A male that put his hands on a female is a coward, right? Yeah. And then on the flip side of that, my mom always told me if a woman put her hands on a man, she got it. She got the right to get exactly what's coming to her. And her reason for that is not to condone a male hitting a female, but to stop allowing females with getting away with putting their hands on males and thinking it's okay because they're female. You right. know what I'm saying? Now, if a male hits a female and she fights back, it's self-defense in a lot of cases. But if a male, if a female hits a male and he defends himself, it just became abuse or assault. Why? Just because of the gender. And I don't think that's cool. Although I don't think a male should put his hands on a female at all. I still don't think a female should put her hands on a male either. Now, one of the things that I didn't hear much conversation about was the abuse of children. Um, I was coming to that. Yeah, yeah. um, Because I did hear you saying the effects that abuse plays on children and psychologically them repeating the learned behavior. I did catch that. However, um, that's absolutely correct and true. But what a lot of people don't focus on is the abuser. Now, some dudes do it because they are cowards and they won't fight a man or hit a man or to take it out on a female. They just stop by a cop, a cop will demasculate them. And and they'll go home and take it out on their wife or their, their significant other or female partner or mate or whatever you want to call her. You know what I mean? Um, then there's some who've been abused themselves. And they don't know how under the environment to express themselves or defend themselves. You know what I'm saying? So that becomes an issue with, you know, the abuser as well, especially when the abuser was a child watching a family member or watching abuse occur. Um, A lot of times that's how bullies are made. You know what I mean? Um, They get bullied in the house by a brother or a sister, because that's also abuse. That's also abuse. I mean, some people call it siblings. This is what siblings do. And there, there could be some truth to that, but it's still abuse. If your brother is punching all on you and hurting you, that's abuse. And a lot of times, you know, we as parents would just say, oh, you better fight back because that's how we, we we grew up. You know what I mean? Right. But we don't think about how that child feels And when they get older, they feel like nobody was there for them, nobody listened to them, nobody cared about them, nobody protected them. They went to school and started bullying other people, and nobody can understand or understand why. These are the issues, and it happens. The precursor occurs early in the game. But are we taking notice of it? That's the question. Are we doing anything about it? 
what I'm saying? But, I mean, I can go on and on about this topic, man, but I, I know you got callers that's waiting in the cut. I'm going to do this following, and, you know, right. and we're going we to touch on we're going to touch on the child abuse as well. You know what I mean? As as you being, you know, around the youth, doing the, three, the 360 movement, on point 360 movement, as being in uh, youth facilities, right? We're going to touch on some of that too, but I'm going to let you go ahead and do the following. But I'm, I'm going to touch on some of that. Cool, cool. People out there in Radio Land, thanks for tuning in to On Point Radio. With I uh, believe that in your host, Mr. I can't believe he said that tonight. Um, if you want to be part of this On Point movement, know that On Point is an attitude, a mindset, and a movement. Reach out to us on Facebook, On Point Enterprises. Our Facebook is On Point, one word, O-N-P-O-I-N-T, Enterprises, E-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-Z-I-Z. If you're on Instagram, follow us at team underscore on point two one five. Again, our Instagram is team, T-E-A-M, underscore, on point, 215. If you're on Twitter, follow us at team on point. Our Twitter is at team on point. You can also go to our website and look up the different uh, things that on point is involved in in the community and abroad. Look up the different facets that make up on point, different people involved in on point. Go to our website, onpoint215.weebly.com. Again, that's onpoint215.weebly.com. You can also email us any of your comments, suggestions, concerns, or topics you want to hear us discuss. Shoot us an email, onpoint215.gmail.com. You can also call us or text us directly with any of your comments, suggestions, concerns, or topics you want to hear us discuss. Shoot us a call or a text directly at 267-417-ONPT. That's onpoint, 267-417-6678. Shout out to attorney Michael Cord. Um, I'll be reaching out to you soon, brother. I hope you're listening. But uh, I definitely be tuning in and, and getting at you to get you on the show. Shout out to Michael Cord. Back to you, bro. All right. Now, right before we go into the question that I asked previously, you know, I was going to bring that up a little later, but I think we need to talk about that as well up front, let's spend a little time on that. The abuse of children. Right? As far as the, we're going to talk, you know, get into all aspects of it, the levels, the circles. Uh, Like you said, siblings punching on other siblings. You know, there's an old additive that is to make you tougher or to make you stronger. Right? Is that always the case? No. No. They had a movement that, like you said, that's a form of bullying. But the biggest, one of the biggest forms of abuse is, to me, is the sexual abuse of children. You know, you have, you know, I, I, I I can't wrap my head around it. I'll never overstand it. You know, to the point, what makes a little boy or a little girl attractive to a grown person? You know, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't wrap my head around it. You know, it's a, it's a lot of that going on in 
regular households, but it's more precedent in foster care. When these kids are abused, you know, when the foster parent is receiving a substantial amount of money in some cases to provide for this child, and they don't do what they what they what they signed up for. Now, the reason why I say that, okay, my younger brother, right, was born outside of you know the the actual family, and I guess. It's my my pop tried to hide it or whatever the case may be, you know, I, I I can't speak for him, but my brother wound up in foster care, and I mean it, it kind of hurt because he was abused as a foster child, he was beat, and I never knew. I, I never even knew about him, you know, until later on in life, you know. But the crazy thing was he actually lived across the street from my only, from my mother's house. And I never knew that was my brother. I never knew it, you know, until later on in life. And it hurts to know some of his stories that we talked about, right? Um, he actually put a video on YouTube. He, he's a, an expire, uh, aspiring artist. He put a video on YouTube, right? And he talked about it. And when he sent me the track, and I ain't going to lie to you, I cried about it because I never knew about it. And it hurt because this is my little brother, and I felt as though I should have protected him, but I didn't know. And the abuse in the foster homes, you know, you got people saying, oh, you know, this is our secret. Don't tell anybody. That's real. You know, like, Instead of him having, instead of him having, like, you know, we, we think, like like we said last night on Philly Joy's show, we were talking about a lot of the things that we don't have. Well, his, the family he was with was getting something like almost over $1,000 a month to provide for him. He didn't even have cereal like normal kids. He had cereal, but they used to put water on it. Telling me either, and that was at dinner time. You know things like that, and and to be beaten on for every little thing. What would make a, a a person that signs up to take care of a child beat on them? What would make a person beat on their own child? sexually assault their own child or a child. I'm going to go around the horn and get, get the perspective on that. Uh, Philly Joy, would you like to comment on that? 
Billy Joyce still in the building? She may be. Well, she can get back to us. Um, Mr. Automatic Cashmark, would you like to uh, comment on that? Yeah, I like to call me. I'm sorry. Y'all be me. Um, oh, that's wrong. Um, because uh, I don't want to uh, interrupt you. So. Uh, yes. Uh, I, I um, I'm an advocate. You know, I, I, I um, I think last time I spoke about uh, about children, um, I almost uh, took uh, the um, I was taking the time for your um request line because I'm so when it comes to kids, you know, I I'm an advocate for them. Um and uh, I gotta say something. Uh, I felt like I was sick on myself when I was young. I remember it's, I just feel as though. Can you speak up a little bit? I'm having a little trouble hearing you. See him? See him now? Yeah. Yeah, I got you. All right. Me and my ex, my ex, that's all. We don't talk. It really doesn't matter. Because I don't, you know, really looking for him. Um, so, like, uh, I was picked on. Never forget when I did the right thing. I was in high school, and one of my friends dropped the tool, and I turned it in to the teacher. Do the right thing, and they took me downstairs, asking me if I question for I need to give somebody up, and I don't, you know, they don't do that. You know, and I just told him, hey, I found the key, and that's it. And they told me I was a little boy club. I said, well, I gave you the key. I gave the key to you. I didn't try to use it. So then uh, my ex-stepfather, he, he was hot-headed and uh, hollering at me for no, for no reason at all. Um, and then he whipped me for no reason at all. Uh, you know, I really don't think that he uh, showed love to me. Uh, and it, it, it's crazy because, you know, I really, like I say, you know, he's my past. He, he's my sister's uh, father, but he ain't really, like, been there like that. You know what I mean? So he's more like a sweet boy. And the way he treated me, like me, really show no respect, show no love to me. So I really don't care about him. Even if he died today, I, I could care less. So he's just somebody that was in my past and gone tomorrow. I mean, now I put wow. him on That's the type of person you need. I'm, I've been, I've been picked on now with the school, 
when people pick on me and something happens to them, I can care less. And that's how my attitude is, because I've been picked on. He was one of the people. And just, uh, so when I look at kids, you know, I think that, you know, first of all, there's no child to be looking attractive to a grown-ass person. None whatsoever. Children have to learn to be children. They can't be adults. That's why we are the adults. Because it's that's sickening. That's disgusting. Um, and then if you be a child for everything they do, that's not really that's not raising a child. That's that's crippling a child. And people have to know the difference between uh, raising a child and crippling a child. True. That's 100% true. You know, like, now, I grew up in the era. You know, like, what they, it's, it's fun, not funny in a comedic sense of way, but what they consider child abuse now. Man, when I was growing up, man, my mama would have been in jail. Well, you know what I mean? Me. Now, you know, I'm not just an old-fashioned actor because my mom, that's what helped me out. My ass was hurting. Remember one time I told my mom, my mom whipped my ass, and I had to nerve to tell my mom that she whipped it did not hurt. Wow, but I say such a dumb thing and got my ass tore up from the floor. It yeah. hurt that time. But, uh, yeah, old fashioned back in the day, the old school asshole. Um, shit, I got beat with the shit. I don't know if you've been beaten with the shit. That's yeah, listen. Listen, man, my aunt, I tell you, man, my aunt, and, 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 and the, the odd thing about it was my aunt beat me one time. It wasn't because of what I did. It was because I lied about it. She beat me, made me go outside, and I kept going out there getting the little skinny switches off the bush. Oh. Kept get, <laughs> I kept getting the I kept getting the skinny the skinny switches, and she kept putting them. She just kept taking go get another one, go get it, and I kept bringing back a little one. So what she did was, little skinny ones. So what she did was, she braided them together. Never forget this. She braided them together. And she whooped my behind with the braided switches. Damn, I know that's it. I know that's it. No, that's not the killer. That's not the killer. And she left wets on my behind, right? She laid me across her lap and she poured alcohol on a cotton ball and wiped it. Damn. Damn. Oh, to me, that was child abuse. 
That was child abuse because my man, my ass was on fire. Because you know the cotton ball sticks to you, right? And the alcohol is burning. And see, it, you know, how about this? Just a sidebar, a little off topic, but sidebar. You know how they got levels to alcohol now, 70% and all of this? We had that. We had this pure alcohol, and it burns. You know what I mean? Even if you even if you go to a barber shop now, it's it's that alcohol don't burn like it used to. We used to get a shape up. Oh yeah. Oh man, it's. It, I never forget that beating, but. You know, it's so many children out here that are being abused that it's it's ridiculous. And a lot of the children that are that are involved in the youth services as far as the detention centers, right? Some possibly need to be there, right? But a lot of them At some way, some way, shape, or form, they were being abused at home. You know, whether it be by a sibling, by the parents, right? It's a certain level of neglect because ch- only children don't know how to always express themselves. You know, there's some adults that don't know how to express themselves properly. That's why they abuse their loved ones, right? So as a child... As an adolescent, you don't not you, you got too many emotions. Your hormones are raging. Things are happening to you. You don't know how to channel that energy. So what do they wind up doing? They wind up doing something that's, you know, that's out of control, and they wind up in these facilities. And these facilities are not equipped to help these children to an extent. They're not they're, they're not made to help them. It's 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 more like a junior prison. The prisons the prison system does not you know uh, I can't think of the word. I know the word but I can't rehabilitate. The prison system doesn't necessarily rehabilitate you. You know, and youth services don't doesn't necessarily rehabilitate you because once you it's just like prison. Once you become uh, once you get put into that system, it's hard for you to get into a. Not saying that they don't have academic standards, but it's hard for you to be released from there and go to a, a you know a, a, a proper school. I, I totally agree with you, brother. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm into, you know, I got a lot of stuff. I got friends there for drinking in public. That was about 2001 or 2000, 2000, a long time ago. 
You know I could not get a valid job because I was digging and plumbing. The digging and plumbing. Now I'm in, in a car. I was in the car. Matter of fact, I only had a stick of beer. Going to my friend's house. Was I wrong to open the can and the police saw me? Yes, I was. I thought they probably was going to give me a slap on the wrist. They gave me a slap on the wrist, so I gave me some uh, bracelets. You know? And, yeah. But, however, I don't regret going to, going, uh, to jail because there was a distraught brother in there. I believe the creator does creative things. Because there was a distraught brother in there who somebody did something to his sister and he protected her. And he had to stand trial. So, while we were in the prison, we had held hands and prayed together. I prayed for him during his before his trial. He didn't know what to do. And when I prayed for him, I think that the prayer sent me there for him, to pray for him. You know, I think it was meant to be. Yeah. You know, even when you do something good, there's going to be something. The reason why I know it's so good, because there were so many attacks against me. That's why I know it's good. Because now I can get a job, and you talking about just walking, walking with a bed. That's not driving. Yeah. I, 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 got, I, I got one for you. My homie. got a DUI, right? I, 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 I'm I sorry. I know it's wrong, but I, I cried when I heard it. I mean, I cried laughing. He got a DUI riding a bike. Are you kidding me? He was, he was intoxicated on a bike, and he was... <laughs> Funniest shit ever I ever heard in my life. He was riding a bike and he got a DUI for riding a bike. Confiscated his bike and everything. That was some funny shit right there. They they I mean he ain't had to go to trial or nothing like that, but they took his bike, they made him uh sit in the jail so he sold it up. But it, it it's amazing. It's amazing, see. The amazing thing is, you know, we we criticize the youth of today, right? I could not be a kid growing up in this society the way it is right now. I couldn't do it. I get that. You know, some of you, you know what? And I, and I, have, to, I have to say it. We as black people, when we talk about abuse, we got to teach our kids. They start getting a license. Put your hands in the steering wheel. Have your license. Have your license out. There's abuses everywhere. Even the law enforcement abuse. So you even call, so you call law enforcement, they may be teaching and they abuse it. 
That's what we can't even go to law enforcement. We have to handle our own business today between us. Really? Call on the black family. Give them a computer because we can't we, the only people we can depend on, we can depend on us. Can't depend because we know what happened. You know? Yeah. That 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 kind of thing. That that you know, uh, like even if the physical that that kind of uh abuse uh, where uh, and I've been, and I've been there. I've been there where, um, uh, where I was profiled, profiled as a criminal, a couple of times. Uh, have a dreadlock. I had no dreadlock. Uh, walking with my friend, and I thought that they were going to kill my friend. So I told him he was, he had a couple of big abuse. Um, now we we. I, I say to the black family, we can't be too bad. We definitely got to correct that because we didn't, because we can't go outside. Who are we going to call to get some help? We gotta, yeah, that's true. We got we to stay with our own community because we know what the alternative is if we allow another party to do our situation. That party is our situation. So we got to handle our own problems. I'm just, you know, we have to, especially when it comes to black family, you know, handling the peace. Because we got, now we got to raise our children that, hey, you're black, and this is what society thinks of you. Not trying to treat you into a way of hate, but this is what society, like, uh, you always have one strike on you. You already got the first strike on you. That's why I was raised. Now, you know, when we get to, it's so hard in the black family still want to be. Um, and we can't, we can't afford to, 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 to be off our women. Like I said, we can't call law enforcement. You know? Um, so we have to, so we have to, us as especially black people have to get together. We have to we have to come with our own solution without having law enforcement. We should not have to call the police to stop the abuse. Yeah. But you know, we gotta do we gotta you know, we gotta we gotta reach in my opinion. We gotta we got to reach everyone because abuse in the household, right. it, it comes on, it comes on so many levels, right? The children, the children are abused when they see abuse, right? Their, their sibling, their sibling abuse, you know, sexual assault, all of that plays a factor. And I'm going to go to Mr. Owen point. And because he worked in a youth facility and once upon a time. And I know for a fact he could shed some light on the abuse of the children and what he saw, not by, not by name, but in general, what he saw coming through those doors. Mr. Point. 
I'm going to give him a second or two. Okay. Please, please. Excuse me. I apologize for my throat. Um, Brother Automatic Charismatic, I'm having a very difficult time hearing what you're saying, brother. Um, Yeah, you're just real, real low. Like, it's hard to hear. Um, so I, I don't know if you can turn your volume up or if you're on the speaker or, you know what I mean? But there you go. Now you start, you're getting louder. Um, I'm sorry, what was your, what was you saying again? Uh, I can't believe you said that. No, I was talking about, you know, we were talking about the abuse of children, right? right. And I was saying that some of them are abused by, you know, siblings, you know, family members, right. and being as though you worked in a youth facility, right? Right. You know, like a lot of the children that come in there are from abusive families, you know, and could you shed some light on some of the abuse that you know of with some of them coming in there? Well, there's a there's a harsh reality, brother. Number one, a lot of them don't even come from the abusive household, right? A lot of them come from abusive foster homes. Yeah, I spoke on that. Yeah, you spoke on that, and that's the biggest one that I've known of. There's a there's a, there's a percentage, a small percentage of those who were abused at home, you know what I mean? But a lot of them, and I mean a lot of them, have been to five and six different foster homes because they're being abused or neglected at these foster homes. So, you know, we had a show before about abortion and is it wrong. And a lot of people, I, I understand that's a touchy topic or situation, but a lot of people were saying, well, why not just give them up for adoption and this, that, and the third Sometimes that's the worst option, especially in today's society. So when I was working in the juvenile residential facility, a lot of the children were coming from abusive foster homes. And I even know some personal, you know, friends of mine who were in foster homes and went from foster home to foster home from being abused in them. You know what I'm saying? And they're still traumatized, you know what I mean, to this day. I got a homie who won't go in a basement because they were put in a basement in a foster home. You know what I'm saying? And they they refuse to go in the basement. So a lot of times people think it's always at home and it's not. People think these foster homes is the way to go and and it's not. Sometimes the children are treated harsher because it's not their child. So what do they care? You know what I mean? Um, some of them come from the the streets, being abused with streets, raising them and raising them wrong. They can have a family and, and the family send them there. Like, so put them, they sign them away. Like, I'll take them before I kill them type thing. You know what I mean? And they put them in these, these uh, residential facilities. And on top of that, 
then they get abused by the workers in the facilities. I'm, I'm you understand? So, so it's so much abuse going on, man. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I really think abuse comes from two things. One, maybe three. One, abuse being inflicted on you, which becomes a learned behavior, or you watching the abuse. Two, you not being able to cope with the ill wills of life, so you take it out on others, whether it be by stress or anger. You know what I mean? And then three, I think that some people just have it in them to be abusive and violent. Now, that might sound crazy because we want to think everything's a learned behavior, but no, I was watching... um, the news the other night, and you were speaking on uh, some. You were saying something about stabbing, and I was watching the news, and this black guy killed two people within 24 hours. One of which was his white girlfriend. He stabbed her up to death in her car, kidnapped her, then stabbed her up to death in her car, then went and stabbed the homeless person up. Yeah, you know I mean, and the cops said when they interviewed him, he said, "Listen." It's just some evil and bad people out here. You know what I mean? And that's a reality. It's a harsh reality. Everyone wants to blame it on something. Sometimes it's just nothing to blame it on. Sometimes a person is just an evil ass, a devilish ass. Like, you, you know them children, that's just devilish asses. No matter what you do, you beat them 20 times a day. You know what I mean? You put them on punishment. You take away their games. It, whatever. They go to school and wreak havoc, they just devilish asses. And then when they grow up, you already pretty much know where they headed for. I got a question. And you can get them all the help you want to get them. If it's okay. in them, it's in them. Only thing you can do is pray for them and watch for the results. So that's, that's just what I'm saying that with the three, the, the three different ways or, or purposes that I think abuse occurs, you know what I mean? Um, and and how do we help them? That's a hard one because me, I'm the type of person where I don't really like to talk to people. So if you sit me in front of some therapist or something, I'm probably going to sit there and waste time and money because time is money. I don't really like to put my business out there. I don't really like to talk to strangers about my life and I don't really like to talk to people I know about my life, you know what I mean, because then they go to talk to other people that we know. So I want to say get them to talk to somebody. That might work for some, not all, because some people can be like me, you know what I mean. Um, Other ways is always pray. All you can really, really, really do is just pray and keep praying and pray nonstop. And sometimes prayer works, sometimes it don't. You know what I mean? It's the honesty. Proof. And so, so, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know, man. The only that you can commit them, they hold them for a certain amount of time, and then they let them out. And you're absolutely right. Jail is not a rehabilitation place at all. In fact, in fact, this humane thing is getting on my goddamn nerves. Prisoners should be treated like this, and prisoners shouldn't be treated like that. And, no, nigga, listen, 
do the crime, do the time. I don't want to hear that. You shouldn't be living in there with no couches and, and, and recliners and cable. And, no, that's not what you're there for. What's the point of you being locked up then? They got you don't really have nothing to think about. Like, I just can't rock out with that, man. Like, if they, they need to treat it like it what it's supposed to be. You did something wrong, you have to be punished. You don't send a child to detention and, 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 and give them, you know, toys and stuff to play with or just let them sit there and, and, and draw pictures. No, they're there for a punishment. You treat it as such. Yeah, you got to let them get their lunch. Got to feed them, but you don't make it comfortable for them so they can go to detention and be like, yo, it's cool. I can do that with my hands down. It's sweet down there. And this is yeah. why rehabilitation don't work. And this is why cats who are abusive and, and rapers, whatever they are, that's why they don't fear ever going back because it's cake to them. It's a cakewalk. Yeah. And Bring you know, in the cot and no responsibility, shit. Yeah, and you know a lot of a lot of abusers that wind up getting PFAs protection from abuse orders, they wind up getting so enraged behind that piece of paper, they wind up actually killing the person oh, yeah. that put the PFA in. Oh, it's just greater later. Um, do you think the kids who get abused may become bullies in school? Say it again. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, Ch- children that are abused do wind up some some shut down and get reclusive in school, but some kids that are abused at home, whether it be foster home or their natural home, they act out in school. They become bullies, right? They usually or, become prob or or you know, or or, they become problem children in school, or they become even bigger victims and targets, right? Bottom because. Boys. You right, know what I mean? because if they're not fighting back at home, nine times out of ten they ain't fighting back in school. You know what I'm saying? So they become targets of the bullies, and then those are the ones who end up committing suicide. You know what I mean? Because it's just too much abuse. I got to take this shit at home, and I got to take this shit at school. I can't take this shit no more. But you got to call her on the line, together. All right, let's get that caller in. No, what's up? Hold on. What in the world? <laughs> Go ahead, continue, man. You know, but, you know, one of the biggest things is, you know, like you said, and, well, Philly Joy touched on it earlier. A lot of it has to do with that self-esteem, Right. Not saying that, you know, once they've been abused and they become they become a victim, right? In in a in a grown sense and in a child sense, they think that's that's the normal. And what you touched on is, you know, that's when they commit suicide. You know, like as a kid growing up, that was like the furthest from my mind. You know what I mean? And it's like, how bad is it where a kid actually contemplates suicide? 
these are some of the things that we need to look at to try and try and rectify and combat. Because as a parent, right, I want I want my children to bury me. I don't want to bury one of my kids. That's that I can't wrap my head around that. You know, it, it, it's that's a scary thing, man. You know, I I could not fathom having to bury my kid. Like you know, we buried my nephew, and you know, and that's my sister's only boy, and that that hurt. You know, we buried my brother's uh, oldest son. It, it's, you know, I felt pain because that was my family. But I I can't imagine the pain of burying a child of mine. You know, because they succumbed to, they were tired of being bullied, you know, by their peers or you know, being pushed around by an adult at some point and they didn't come tell me and that situation wasn't taken care of. You know, that's whew, like that's that's whew, man, that's 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 really nasty for me. You know. But these children, you know you know, the children are a a blank you know, chalkboard. You only get the information you get out of it is what you put in it. They're a product of their environment, their surroundings, and what they've seen and what is being done to them. So when they act out, you know, some kids, you know, like you said, some are just evil asses. That's what they do. But in a lot of cases, it's probably some underlying things going on that they don't want to talk about, you know? And like you said, a lot of them won't talk to a therapist. They don't want to, they don't want to share. And I guess that that would go for adults as well. A lot of adults in abusive relationships, they don't want to share that with anybody, you know? You know, we all see the movies. They all oh, they got this meeting and that meeting and you, you know, sit around and share with a room full of strangers. Who's going to do that? You don't even want to tell the people that you love. You don't want to tell the people, you know, that, you know, that know you because you're embarrassed. You know, sometimes it's easier to talk to a stranger, but sometimes it's more difficult. So what I suggest, you know, we try and have open dialect with our children, you know, and the children in our communities. On point three sixty will be back in school when school starts. You know, the kids that act out, we need to try and reach them. Right? As far as the on point movement with back to basics, you know, if there are you know, some women or men, young adults that are in an abusive relationship, we have to try and get them some type of way out, right? 
And I think that starts with, like Philly Joy said, as far as adults, we have to rebuild their self-esteem, right? And let them know that you don't have to deal with this, you know? Eve had the song, Love is Blind. And and that, that song is indicative to what goes on in, a, in, in an abusive relationship. You know, women are getting PFAs left and right. And it was just like, what, on the news, I think it was today or yesterday, God went and killed the woman and killed the kid because she had a PFA on the ex-boyfriend. Like, come on. We gotta think. We gotta do better, please. We gotta better fit our communities and do what's right for us and our people. But with that being said, I'm gonna shoot around the horn and get some final thoughts, and we're gonna bring this on to a close. You know what I mean? I want to, first off, before we even get to that, I want to thank everybody that tuned in, everybody that listened, everybody that gave an ear, you know, a comment, a thought. You know, even if you just read the post and it might have been too much for you to talk about, tonight, and I'd love for you to think about it and keep it in mind. All right, we have a caller on the line. Welcome to On Point Radio. Yo, man, what's up? Great show, man. I had a whole bunch of noise. You already know. It's like I'm enjoying it. You know what I'm saying? But shoot. If you don't stop the body rock, nobody's going to be able to get their nose wide open. You feel me? Okay. All right. <laughs> no, but the seriousness, man. The abuse is about to get more deadlier than we ever seen it before in our life. If you notice on Facebook, people are taking their kids just so they can get on Facebook. Oh, my God. The stuff they're doing to little kids now, taking them up. You know, I don't know if y'all seen that Puerto Rican ball who took the baby, threw him on the daggone bed. At first, it was looking like it was a play game. Then all of a sudden, he started kicking him. It looked like he broke his damn arm. Then you got that crazy lady, that lady, little baby. She actually stood on the damn baby, walked on it, did all types of stuff, baby crying. So you got people out there that just might get possessed. And they don't even care because for the devil, to kill a baby, that's the best thing in life. Because it's pure. Didn't do nothing wrong but cry. Don't know what the hell is going on, just cry. And it's coming after our babies. So people, if y'all plan on having no kids, <laughs> you better make sure you think about it before you do it. Because your kids might get caught up with something crazy. Might be the babysitter. You saw that on Facebook. Might be one of your damn friends. Or it might be you. But abuse needs to go because that's a form of hatred. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, what the, I know these kids is crazy. I know they do some crazy demonic things. But to y'all ladies, that baby came out of your womb, your womb. For the fellas, that's your sperm. So, uh, I can't even say that because it's kind of crazy. 
Because some women out there, they set niggas up. Here, here's a condom. And they put many holes in it. And the boy thinking he's about to get some fat nation. You know what I mean? Feeling like he's good. But next thing you know, she called back and said, I, 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 I'm pregnant. Like, How the hell are you pregnant? I had a condom on. Well, um, I put holes in it. What? See, now you got the problem. Problem is, can you handle the situation? Because it's coming. And, 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 oh, man. This too shall pass, but how long do we got to wait? If y'all want to keep on abusing people, oh, not only children, but your loved ones, because I've seen women getting beat the hell up, too. And the thing that gets me is, is somebody beating up their kids and they put them on Facebook? Is there a chance that the camera might be moving, or is it sitting still? If it's sitting still, that means they're doing it on purpose so they can get a whole bunch of damn people to look and they want to go viral. For what? For some money? See, the love of money the root of all evil, people. So I'm not going to be talking to y'all like, you know what I mean, because y'all already know. Y'all get caught up, then y'all get broke. But when y'all start getting hungry, ain't no food to eat, God knows what y'all going to do next. But great show, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, that was DJ Chill in the building. Uh, is Philly Joyce on the building? Would she like to get yeah. on the phone? All right. Yes, yes. Oh, I, 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 I forgot to tell him how to follow me. I'm sorry. No, I forgot to tell him how to follow me. Oh, we can do it at the same time. Tell him how to follow you. All right, DJ Philly Joyce, what's up, girl? People, you can follow me tomorrow night. You already know what's going down. Daryl Brands, catch me. Pin number one four three three four one pound. Push one pound to get in the show. You know you gotta push start to talk. But my topic, so that y'all will know what time it is. What goes up must come down. Or should we just spread it around? You know what I mean? People, people, when you come up, eventually you inherit some haters. First thing, do you floss on them or fall back and say less? As gravity captivates you to eventually come back down to earth. Second thought, nothing lasts forever, like it or not. Or should we just spread love around until question mark? Third question, should you call those individual haters out or leave them in the midst of time? Last question, what you going to do about it when the crap hits the fan? Yep, the choice is yours, people. Now what? Holler at your boy. Okay. Well, yeah. All right. All right, DJ Philly Joy here. Um, thank you. And um, all I gotta say is, um, great show in reference to everything we talked about. I know Mr. Oakley Atna about the foster care system. I know it's not every foster care, but he's been around. Know what's going on with that? But I can tell you, as I said about watching neighbors, because it happens in neighborhoods. You trust a, a friend to watch your children, and they are doing things to your children you don't have no idea of. Um, it happens in nursing homes. It happens with elderly. It happens everything. It could be my mom. It could be, you know, it could be anybody. And you got to be mindful. We all have a, a boiling point or a breaking point, but we all still have a conscious, I hope. And so hopefully before I create it, we hope to how to treat people with respect and with love. So that's all I got to say. I've been through a, lo- a long road, but I still have hope that life is continually getting better, and it will be better, not just for myself but for others that I'm hoping to affect their lives. So thank you for letting me talk. And I was there. I just had to mute the phone because it was noisy where I was at, and I, I apologize. Oh, no, it's cool. It's cool. I know. I see you. I know you was there. Mr. Yeah. On Point, would you like to give some last thoughts? 
Yeah, um, DJ Chill think I'm going to be trying to paint a picture with images for all of that. He got another thing coming. <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about all of that. That was a whole lot, brother. Um, yeah, the only thing I want to leave the people with is, man, um, love more, man. Love more. And, and keep your kids, your children close, man. And love them. You know, if you didn't have a parent around, whether it was by, you know, staff or, you know, incarceration, whatever the case is, he, just, he or she just walked up out to life, whatever. Let that be the lesson on how to love your child by being there. You know I mean, that's the greatest gift my father ever gave me, his absence. Because his absence made sure that I stayed present in my children's lives. You know what I'm saying? Love your children more, man. And, and you know what? I'm going to go on the record and on the books for saying this. And I know I'm going to catch a lot of flack, but I'm going to say it anyway. I wouldn't be Mr. Controversy if I didn't. Love your children more than you love your mate. I'm going to say that again. Love your children more than you love your mate. Because mates come and go, but your children is yours. That's your blood. They go nowhere, and you go nowhere. You know what I'm saying? That mate come and go. Love your children more than you love your mate. And I say that with conviction. You know what I'm saying? Don't let no one bring harm to your children, and you try not to bring harm to your children, even if you're disciplining them. I am all for discipline. I am all for uh, chastising, but I'm not for abuse. My mother beat me with a belt. My mother beat me with a switch. I understood them both. She read the Bible to me and quoted it. Don't uh, spoil, uh, uh, spare the rod, spoil the child, all of that. You know what I mean? That's cool, fine, and dandy. I thank her for those beatings made me who I am today, showed me that she did care enough to whoop my ass. But the punching children in the face, breaking the rib, scalding them, starving them, to punish them, I'm not with that. That's abuse. There's a line, and it ain't a fine line. There's a big-ass highway intersection traffic line that's drawn between abuse and chastising or punishment. Protect your children, and on that, on another note, protect your mate. Now, I'm not, I'm, I'm talking about as far as abuse, because like I said, love your children more than you love your spouse or your mate. But at the same time, love your mate to the point where you don't have to, you don't want to abuse them. You don't want them to be abused. You shouldn't abuse them anyway, mentally, physically. These are all, there's more than just a physical way of abusing someone. You can verbally abuse someone, calling them out their name, telling them that they're lesser of a person than who they are. You know what I mean? Let's just try to love more, man. That's all I can say is love more. That's That's facts. That's facts right there. You know what I mean? And and with that being said, I, I, I... I reiterate those. Love more. Now, I spoke a little earlier, you know, about my brother. And I'm going to end tonight's show with 
an original track by him. You know what I mean? And you'll see, for those that was listening and was part of that, you'll see what I'm talking about. Thank everybody for tuning in tonight. I'm going on home with this. I think I'm going home with this. Blessings. Be safe out there. Make tomorrow great. Better than the day. Be careful what you're speaking to with distance. Back against the wall, always had to rumble. Standing on the block, always had to hustle. Praying I don't lose my life up in this jungle. Oh, don't want to break down no more. From here I am. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.